Hello, everyone. Welcome back to my channel. My name is Dr. Melissa Sell, and I have some fun new videos coming this fall. And the first one is an interview I did with a man named Alexander who resolved a lifelong conflict by connecting a few dots. So here is his story. Okay, awesome. Well, I am here with Alexander, who I don't know that well, but just he tagged me in a video uh, on his Instagram stories sharing his case example, his real life personal experience of recognizing a conflict, seeing um, how it was playing this active role in his life, seeing the tracks and eventually resolving it. So I uh, connected with him and I was like, hey, let's do a video so we can share this with a wider audience so more people can figure out what is it like. The more we hear the stories of how the biological program, how it showed up, the experience that happened and how a person put it together, you might get that nugget, that piece you're looking for to resolve your conflict. So Alexander, tell us a little bit about yourself and how you came across GNM and yeah, just dive into the story. Sounds like a plan. All right. Well, thank you very much for having me. Um, so I'm Alexander Radburn and what I do is, uh, funnily enough, my obsession, my passion is with uh, developing confidence. And so what I do professionally is I help guys to basically go through the very same process that I've gone through throughout my life to become what, what would be considered stone cold confident. And what's crazy about that is that the entire process that I've used throughout my life, it all comes back to the same one that I used to attack my autoimmune illnesses. I grew up basically covered in eczema, hay fever the moment I went out into the forest or the long grass anywhere, uh, and also asthma when I was doing anything athletic. And the quality of life that I experienced growing up, it was just so tainted with fear the entire time, fear about how I'd be uh, received with my skin and whatever was going on there, fear about my ability to perform athletically. Uh, and obviously as well, funnily enough, the hay fever where I would have these huge sneezing fits all the time, the embarrassment that came with that, it was just crippling. And so it was this obsessive uh, drive to resolve those that ended up being the same things that I'd end up applying to my professional life, uh, to understanding women and our role as men in relationships with women, everything like that. So uh, that real detective-like investigative uh, process has shaped my entire life. And funnily enough, in this realm of autoimmune illnesses and health, all that detective work it led to a few partial solutions, and then it was your content and German New Medicine that provided the final piece of closure that allowed me to, let's say, put those parts of my exploration to rest, and therefore then free up my mind to start attacking other parts of life as well. So uh, I, I just want to say while we're on camera as well, thank you for what I assume is a very similar personality where you have been down a rabbit hole your whole life trying to understand health and illness. Thank you for being persistent and arriving at closure yourself and then sharing a message so people like myself who are also uh, going to experience something similar can find your resources. It's been oh, a real oh. help. It has been my pleasure because I, I stumbled across this in 2017 and I was like, my mind was blown that I'd never heard of it before, that not everyone, I'm like, how is not everyone talking about this? And I just felt like this is, this is the missing piece. I did all the nutrition, all the detox, all of the learning about these, all these aspects of health. I thought I knew everything about health. I really did. Mm -hmm. I was 
<laughs> definitely, um, I assumed that I'm like, oh, I've got, I know exactly what to do about, you know, every different type of health condition, but this was the biggest missing piece. And I, it's such a joy to share it with people because everyone is like, I did the nutrition, I did the detox, I cleansed, I did, I did it all, but the mm -hmm. symptom remained and it is, it's kind of disheartening and confusing and like, you know, what's the point, but when you see and I'm, I'm excited to kind of hear more about those connections that you made. And, you know, so mm -hmm. what, what kind of traditional things did you do originally for, you know, for the eczema, for the, the conditions that you were dealing with? Oh, the real good stuff, steroids, uh, lots and lots of anti-inflammatories and uh, antihistamines, lifelong antihistamine use from the age of probably seven years old till 25, perhaps. Uh, so all that stuff was where, let's say the baseline was. And from about age 19 to 22, that's when it was just obsessively digesting every resource possible with books and with podcasts and with videos to understand uh, different opportunities to improve, especially the eczema. That was the one that really uh, was giving me a pain because it's, you know, you have a day, you might have a full workload you might have a chill weekend it doesn't matter wherever you arrive at the end of that day is the moment you get to bed obviously this is when um at vagatonia sets in right so that's that's uh where it didn't matter what my day was like i knew i my whole life when i get to bed that's when the itching starts that's when the the hours of frustration and self-pity and uh confusion all start and that was all i ever knew uh, and so Along the way, I tried, you might've heard of something called Buteco breathing. I paid a consultant to retrain my breathing because apparently that was potentially the problem. Um, I uh, dabbled with every type of diet you can imagine under the sun. And the one thing I do want to share that I think is valuable for anybody is that when I came across uh, Paul Saladino's animal-based diet, that probably reduced my symptoms by a good 40 to 50% when it came to the eczema. Uh, asthma was out the window that was pretty much uh, a non-thing anymore uh, and the hay fever was dramatically reduced and there were also other things I noticed about my body that really changed with that diet things like uh, zero gas uh, I haven't worn deodorant in two years and I ask people all the time to to give me an objective you know do I smell nope so I really do believe that there is something of value in in understanding nutrition on a fundamental level um, even though it was not like the complete panacea for my eczema. Um, so that was of all the things I explored before German New Medicine, that one I think was the most um, insightful. But the way it actually unfolded was I was getting ready to film a video uh, with my business partner. And I think we had about five or 10 minutes while something was, a script was loading, something was going on. And I remember I opened up Twitter on my laptop to, to kill two minutes and I just saw a comment where someone was referring to eczema as atopic dermatitis. Uh, and pardon me, that was another thing I did is I, at one point I had an atomic dermatitis coach who was trying to help me understand my mental landscape, but it still, it wasn't, it wasn't hitting the nail on the head properly. Um, but anyway, I saw this uh, comment and where someone was referring to German new medicine and they linked to learning gnm.com and I just clicked it and I almost remember the world like zoning out from everything and being like they're describing everything I know about about my experience to date so far and I remember 
when when it came across i came across this idea of a separation conflict which i must say in the uh video i tagged you and in, i incorrectly named as an abandonment conflict but it doesn't matter when i read about that i i was in mexico and i i texted my mum back in new zealand i think and i just asked hey mum, uh after i was born how long was it before you went back to work and so the the backstory here is my mum uh, is a winemaker and she was the managing director of of the entire winery she worked for and and partially owned my whole childhood so mum was the working mum uh and when she replied to that text like how long after i was born did you go back to work she said something like it was a week or two and my my world just just completely changed because it made so much sense all of a sudden why when i thought back to my childhood always whenever I was on my own and especially in the nights, it was always in the nights, what I realized. And then in the moment, this is about eight or nine months ago, I started paying close attention to even what was going on. Then what I noticed was when I got to bed, when I lay down on my own and the lights were off, I was tense. My gut was actually clenched. Uh, my perineum was like half activated and it was just like this. Oh, so like, I think I'm relaxing right now, but I'm not actually relaxed. My body doesn't think I'm relaxed at all. And it was with that awareness that as I just started being like, okay, well, I'm safe. You know, I'm, I, I know how to defend myself. Uh, I'm in a locked house. I've got no reason to not be totally relaxed right now. And it was almost like this logical step-by-step -step process then of physically relaxing um, that I think it probably took a few nights where perhaps uh, this resonates where it's like we're running subconsciously uh, and the way in which we update those subconscious automatic programs is with intentional uh, direction with our logical minds to start with. And so as I, over a few days, went through the steps of intentionally using my conscious mind to relax myself, that sort of started forming a new habit as a, I am safe, yes. I can chill. Yes. Ah, ah, okay. Mom, mom is fine back at home and I'm okay. I don't need her. At 28 years old, I'm going through this process and it was like, yeah, just not overnight, let's say a week and a half to two weeks, but a black and white change in, in eczema or non-eczema. Mm. Yeah. So how frequent were the symptoms? Was it there all the time? Did you have ebbs and flows with when it would flare up and, or was it just kind of always there? So it was everything I'd ever known from, from let's say, basically birth, a few weeks after birth until age 28. There might have been a couple of periods, perhaps, where when I think back, uh, there might there were a couple of incidents in high school where I spent a week at, a, at the beach with a friend's family and life was just a different thing. It was almost as if you're in a portal to a different world of no stress, uh, pure, just fun and relaxation. I noticed that there was like during those times, uh, the, the eczema might disappear, um, but it still wasn't completely gone and it was only ever temporarily. And I could never quite connect the dots about what was going on there. Mm. Wow. Wow. And where did it show up? All right. So perhaps even if this would be useful, I could send you through some photos of not even two and a half years ago where my entire neck and even under the armpits, uh, crooks of the elbows, everything is uh, flared up. But for me, by and large, it was actually interesting. Over the years, as, as a kid, it was 
far more behind the crook, uh, behind the knees and things like this. But there were years in my 20s where it actually started going up my wrists and the backs of my hands as well. It was, um, it's kind of morphed over the years, except here, here, and and the elbows have always been pretty consistent. Wow. Mm. Yeah. And you described in the video, you know, the, you know, kind of putting yourself in the role of a week old baby and how, you know, for a tiny baby, the mother is the whole world. And to be separated from your mother, it's, mm. it's a disaster, you know, and like, where do you touch, you know, the, the, the inside of the elbows, the backs of that, where do you hold on to your mother for that safety and what feels ripped from you, torn from you. And you, know, you describe the the program perfectly of like, yeah, the skin, it thins out. We lose that sensitivity. We're trying to numb from this separation and then constantly on the track of, ooh, it gets itchy at night, starts refilling. You know, if mom's mm -hmm. gone during the day, she's off making wine, doing what, you know, she's, go and then right. you reconnect with her at night. And it's like, oh, I got, I did get some relief, but it's back. Mm -hmm. you know, we ripped the scab off every day, every day, unconsciously ripping off the scab. And, and it yeah. wasn't until you brought this conscious, intentional awareness of like, oh, you know, a conflict is resolved when it can't happen again, when what happened then can't happen now. And like you said, I'm a 28 year old man. My mother is safe at her house doing her yeah. thing. I, you know, she's good. I'm good. I don't need her. I'm safe. I'm secure. I have everything that I need. And it's like, it just had to reach the, the psyche. It had to get in there and it just wasn't there before. It was like, there was still, the program was activated. It's like, Hey, you know, this, mm. and until you brought it out of the darkness and into the light, it just kind of, you know, it was a survival program and it was still there and it was still activated. Absolutely. And I think something that upon learning and seeing this lens, seeing life through this lens, something else that, uh, provided another layer of relaxation about the entire situation was this idea that the eczema is the healing. The inflammation is the healing. Whereas I always thought of this is the body attacking, right? We're taught to believe autoimmune illness is the, the body attacking itself. So I was like, oh, my lifespan is being shortened. I know it is because I'm inflamed, which all these sort of flow on effects that led me to victimize myself in the moment that was turned on its head with like, wow, the body is actually healing itself right now. This is the good part of the phase. Be be calm about this and that in itself was a layer of relief because again i think the the modern world would lead us to believe that that process is the biggest warning sign that your body's almost in self-destruct mode right mm. yes that that is a huge one for me too because i always thought ooh, inflammation is bad it means you ate too much sugar and the you know and your your tissues are inflamed and it's such a problem and your immune system is overreacting and you know i taught that for years and i thought that that's what was happening but mm -hmm. when you see the second biological law and we see the entirety of the program when you look just at the healing phase half it's like oh my gosh something's wrong it's like no we didn't see you know if you dig a ditch if you erode tissue that tissue has to refill and restore and when we see the inflammation and the itching and the redness as wow this is the tissue coming back after it's been eroded now mm -hmm. it makes sense but and that's where Every other health paradigm has partial explanations, partial answers, but it's out of the context. And once you see the context and you see the baby separated from its mother and the story makes sense, the itching makes sense, the locations make sense. And it's like, oh, wow, how beautiful, actually, that the body is doing this and it's for my survival. 
And it was never a mistake or my body attacking itself. Yeah, because I mean, just think of the self-devaluation. I love, I think it's so cool that you're a confidence coach because wow, how important that is for self-devaluation conflicts. And like you said, you know, if you've got itchy, you know, inflamed skin, how does that affect your self-esteem? How does that affect how you show up? And so now again, being able to flip it is no, this is my body doing the right thing. I don't need to be embarrassed about this or think I'm broken. In fact, mm -hmm. my body is doing the right thing. And my job is to, you know, see, what is it? What's the conflict? What was this really? When did this start? We do that detective work, connect the dots and find solutions. And that's the thing. It's all about finding practical solutions and then inner solutions. What can I do? How can I see this differently? So I just, I think it's mm. so, this whole transition for you is really just such a cool thing to witness. Absolutely. And look, whilst your specific course on eczema was exactly what I needed, that was the, uh, master key for my particular situation. So I could start looking past the symptoms and looking into the psyche and what was creating that tension, creating uh, the, that experience. At the same time, what's wild is I also uh, consumed your videos on the other facets of GNM and also uh, really started treating learning GNM.com as my own encyclopedia. And what's interesting is in my work coaching guys, uh, for a little bit of backstory, funnily enough, potentially the most powerful way in which teaching a man confidence uh, is proving useful is for men whose families are actually on the brink of divorce because their wives are feeling a lack of attraction, a lack of respect. And that's really where I've found the most utility in my work so far. And what's been absolutely eye-opening has been using the entire lens of German New Medicine. What are the chances? The, the night after, the day after uh, a man might have a, a bad moment with his wife, the kids get sick. The kids have got that stink conflict going on. And that to me is just like, once you see it, you can't unsee it, right? And to finally start being able to make sense of things that until then, they just seem like chance. Uh, that is a satisfying process I wish more humans could get exposed to. Oh, I, I'm just in, yeah, in the work that you're doing with men, knowing this map is absolutely vital because of the way that hormonal status works and, you know, most of the dynamics, I'm, I'm sure we'll, we'll have another conversation off camera to kind of get into some of the, you know, some of those additional details because stuff like, you know, we, a lot of women today are very masculine and men are fem because of the conflicts that they've had because of territorial conflicts and sexual conflicts and the way that it changes mm -hmm. the brain. And when you don't have that lens, when you're missing those pieces, I mean, a lot of things, it's like, oh gosh, it's like beating your head up against the wall. But once you see the reason yeah. she's like this, the reason he's like this, the reason they engage, you know, like when a woman is, is pregnant, for example, she becomes more masculine because when you're not, when a woman isn't ovulating, she mm -hmm. is masculine. And so if, if a man is coming and he's like, ah, oh, I don't know what to do. I'm having all this trouble with my, and it's like, you know what? It's because she's, she's got more territorial She's seeing through the lens of a more masculine frame because she now has a baby that's her territory to protect. And so even just understanding little things like that and, you know, the transition of life, when a woman goes through menopause, she becomes more masculine. When a man is around 70, 75, he becomes more feminine. So it's like all of the nuances and details are so vital to know through this lens and is going to be tremendous in, in the work that you do. That is so interesting to hear. And personally, yeah, I, I hadn't yet started to explore necessarily what you just described about pregnancy or uh, at 
older ages, how these have almost macro effects on everyone's behavior. Uh, so yeah, certainly offline, I'd love to, to ask you a bunch more questions about this. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you for sharing the story. Any other tips or, you know, so for a person who is like, ah, what can I do to, you know, like, what was it for you that, you know, it sounds like the, just the realization and the consistency of reminding yourself, is that what you feel like was the actual kind of missing link to finally just putting that conflict to bed and resolving it? Cause I'm assuming that in the last eight months, you've had no, no flare-ups, no tracks, nothing. Nothing. Right. And I, I guess I should mention the track I had, gosh, all right. You know, so one of the finest things in life for me, this might sound ridiculous. I'm a 29 year old dude. And even being able to pet animals again, to like, to grab, to, to pick up and cuddle a cat, for example, mm. uh, because of the fact that when I, when I was going through this as a little kid, I was drinking breast milk and we had animals in the house. That meant my whole life, animals of any kind, immediate flare-ups and drinking milk of any, like immediate horrific flare-ups. So uh, to, to be able to put that to bed and to look at life on the other side, there is some beauty in the contrast that pain offers, right? To be able to appreciate life without it. Um, but when you ask me, you know, what are the things that made the real definitive changes? Uh, I think it was just the way I see it and what I would say to anybody who's battling with either health or confidence issues or feeling lost in, in even a professional context, to me, it's so black and white that all it takes is more investigation, more learning, more experimentation, more trial and error uh, to the point where eventually something's going to click and the relief will be there. Because for me, I said a massive part of things came with uh, under stumbling across through trial and error, Paul Saladino's animal-based diet. That was a big thing in my life. And then the second definitive thing was your work with German New Medicine. And so once I had that lens, the reason I'm sort of saying it's just about the knowledge, it's just about learning more until you get it is because when I was lying in bed there going, oh, wow, look at this, I'm tense. Okay, my stomach is tense right now. And I thought I was relaxed and I'm not actually relaxed. And then when it was, oh, this inflammation, it's just healing. It's the healing process. It's not the body attacking itself. It was the knowledge, those factual pieces of information that allowed me to make sense of and then let go of things. So whenever anyone, if anyone ever tries to tell me it through a spiritual lens or something, you just need to let go. You just need to let go. The way I think we work as humans is we, we fear what we don't understand. That could be a person uh, or it could be an experience. And I'm no exception because it was when I understood what was happening I could stop feeling it, fearing it, and I could let go. Uh, but until until I understood it for myself, you could have told me a million times, bro, just relax. Just relax, man. Just go to bed and chill. It would not have worked until I understood for myself what was going on and I could make sense of it. So yeah, that's that's what I can offer for perspective there. Mm, that is so good. So brilliant. And that, and that is that I, you know, the understanding we have to see how this is here to serve us, how it's helping us, why it makes sense. And that's why, yeah, I love that encouragement to keep studying, keep being a detective, keep putting the pieces together. And that eventually, you know, and if you get frustrated along the way, it's like, oh, I just, I haven't learned enough yet. If a symptom is still there and you're still, because this is where some people, it's funny, I've seen like a couple of comments from people who are like, you know, GNM, you know, doesn't work because I haven't resolved my conflict yet. It's like, the map, 
is just explaining to you how it all works. And like you said, you need to investigate, put the dots mm -hmm. together, see something mm -hmm. you haven't seen before. And if that's, you know, and that's, that's my recommendation to people too, is each day, just try to see something you haven't seen before about yourself, about this connection, about why is my body still getting the signal that I'm not safe, that I need to adapt, that this is, mm -hmm. you know, again, it's a survival based program. There's a part of you that's past your conscious mind. It's deep, deep, deep down in there in your psyche. That's like, you know, this is not resolved. And so keep bringing awareness to it. Keep learning, learn, 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 and trust yeah. that the pieces will, will come in, that you'll be able to see what you need to see. Exactly. And just to finish, I was just thinking uh, of a, a perfect uh, example of how this does more, I think, than just fix your own health. I think it gives you a a sense, a lens for understanding the world around you that offers another piece of confidence about your competence as a human. And an example I've got is right now I'm house sitting for my parents and they've got this wonderful little two-year-old Jack Russell and they adore her and she adores them. And they'd been gone. They're in Australia for the next couple of weeks. They'd been gone for a day and I noticed that uh, she, she vomited and I was like, okay, um, I'll check the quality of the food she's eating. Oh, all right, she's she's eating this one. It's not as good as the other stuff. The next day, fed her something different. She vomited again. And then I was like, all right, stop for a second. What? How does an, indig uh, an indigestible morsel conflict work? It's like the, the, the organism won't accept something because it's, it's just hard to accept. It feels horrific to accept. I'm like, my parents are that dog's world. They are. They, they really are. And they've gone. They disappeared. It doesn't matter how wonderful I am. I'm doing everything in terms of walking her, blah, 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 blah. It's this is what this is. It's an indigestible morsel conflict. So I can let go and not worry too much about the dog, just be as wonderful as I can, but understand that it'll pass. And yeah, it's it's just crazy for interpreting the world. Oh my gosh. Yes, it is. I mean, it's, <laughs> it's a gift in every regard. Yes. You'll see things in other people and yourself and animals. It's like, Oh, the dog's going through, through a conflict. This makes perfect sense. The dog's never been separated from them before. It's like, Oh, I can't digest this. I can't accept this. Where's my mom and dad. And you know, it's like, okay, I don't have to freak out. I don't have to panic. I don't have to 911 take her to the, you know, it's like, right. it makes sense. And that's the, yeah. that's the, the, oh, the huge sigh of relief is like now the things before that were confusing and I couldn't understand, now it makes perfect sense. So thank you again for this conversation. I just am so excited um, that you are doing the work that you're doing and then that you're a person who has this knowledge. So I'd love for if people want to reach out to you or connect with you in some ways or you know a, a way that people can connect with you. Totally. So it, the easiest way would be Instagram, which is I'm at Alexander Radburn, which is R-A-D-B-U-R-N-D. And uh, yeah, more than happy i'm not the expert you are but if anyone ever has questions for me then don't hesitate to ask and i'll share my perspective and i just want to say thank you again to you and stephen for your amazing work i hope you enjoyed that i certainly love hearing people's experiences because that is what brings this off the paper and into life and that's the beautiful thing about the biological laws is that they can be seen everywhere once you know what you're looking for. So if you have an experience that you would like to share, if you connected the dots between your symptoms and your conflict and would like to share the story with other people so that they can learn, please reach out to me. You can contact me at drmelissacell at gmail.com. And I'd love to set up an interview with you so we can hear all about what you experienced. So thank you guys for being here. You can also reach out if you have any topic suggestions or requests that you'd like to see in my 
upcoming videos and podcasts. Thanks.